0: Hey guys!
1: Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony.
0: And Jackie. I'm tired. (laughs) I still, I think, have some pre-workout coursing through my veins, (laughs) so this should be a fun one.
1: Keep up the energy for the both of us.
0: (laughs) Yes sir, yes sir. First off, good news. Yay! Good news. Stuff that we found out about after SHOT Show, or stuff that came out after SHOT Show that they should have introduced at SHOT Show. Yeah. First things first, this is super cool. I had a customer come in and ask me about it, and that was the first I heard of it. The Kel-Tec KSG 410. He rubs his face in disdain, he shakes his head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, tell me why you think this is cool.
0: It's 410. Yeah. In a bold pup. Sure. With 14 rounds, just Mm -hmm. like the full-size KSG, but not as much bang-bang. Mm-hmm. Less bang.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But still bang. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, so what, as far as shotgun goes, what gauge is the hardest to find any sort of defense ammo for? It's 410. Oh, okay. So...
0: I do actually (sighs) have tungsten turkey loads at work. They're insanely expensive!
1: Yeah, so what, they're, they're a box of twenty five. Five. They're a box of five and they're probably twenty two bucks.
0: I think they're more. I think they're in the high thirties. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. For so five. Because yeah. it's tungsten. Yeah.
0: Anyways, it msrp is at four ninety five, which is very close to the K S seven pricing. Um, but it is a double tube. If you put the three round shells, which you can take. Three inch. Three inch shells. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he, you are my autocorrect. <laughs> um, when my mouth mistypes things. Ten rounds, so five per tube with three-inch, or seven per tube for a total of 14 with the two-and-a-half-inch shells. Also from contact. That's Tech.
1: backwards. That has to be backwards. How does it hold more shells with three-inch?
0: Fourteen rounds with the two-and-a-half. He's very tired, guys. I am
1: very tired. <laughs> Moving on.
0: Uh, Caltech also has brought out their R50, which is their rifle version of their P50. And we talked about this briefly. Um,
1: well, we actually talked about it twice. Because we talked about it when it was rumored as a conversion kit for the P50. Mm-hmm. And now they're also releasing a rifle out-the-gate version.
0: Right. Um, which the... When they first came out the P50, we talked about how we... Assumed with the back on it that it was going to eventually have something attached to it. Yeah. Um, then they obviously smartly, especially with all this bullshit, came out with a rifle version. So that is going to MSRP at 815. Uh, it's just under three and a half pounds, folding stock. And you can also shoot it, obviously, with the stock folded around the front.
1: So I feel like they aim this directly. At the LC Carping. Yeah. As far as pricing and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you can get this and hold 20 rounds. Or, you can get that and hold 50.
0: Right. <laughs> like, uh, I think it is the least expensive 5.7 rifle to ever be on the market.
1: Oh,
0: okay. I mean, obviously there are not many 5.7 rifles on the market, but... I get what you're saying. So, let me look at the... The PS90. Yeah. Right? Uh, or the all elusive P90.
1: I held one of those. That gun becomes a hell of a lot cooler when it's smaller.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: <coughs> Colt. There you go. Is, uh, well, Colt is fucking up.
0: Right. I'm not a huge fan of. The, I mean, so they're coming out with the King Cobra, Target 22 which is a... Oh, I forgot to look at how many rounds it holds. Uh, I think it's, say, it's
1: eight or ten. It's one of it, those two.
0: Yeah. I, I want to say ten. Um, so, largest frame, uh, 22 long rifle, four and a quarter inch barrel, MSRP is at $1,000. That's one grand, that's one G, that's one... Stack. Yeah. For a twenty-two revolver.
1: So, here's a couple things that bother me with this. One, traditionally... A target model would be a six inch.
0: Not a four and a quarter.
1: Right. And. I
0: bet you they're going to come out with one though.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Are they going to call it the super target?
0: The target. Target XL. Yeah. Because everybody puts XL for bigger things.
1: And where in the blue hell do they get off calling a 22 revolver anything but a Diamondback?
0: Right. That was bringing me to my next point. I thought they were bringing back the original Snake series, not a revamp, redo, dry erase board, take it back and change it completely.
1: Yeah.
0: It's bullshit. We want yeah. the diamond back.
1: Yeah, this is pretty disappointing.
0: Incredibly disappointing.
1: Now, what's crazy is um, this can't be that new because I've seen one of these in person already. Really? I saw it at Brownells.
0: So they were supposed to have came out with this last year.
1: I saw one. My friend and I were there. We went there and picked up primers, and we were shopping because we were on our road trip back.
0: Right. Hours of stretching your leg, walking around the biggest indoor shopping center for yeah. boys.
1: and they had one. It was a twenty-two King Cobra. I'm like, I didn't know this thing. Like, this thing's pretty cool. Right. And it is 10, because I remember us talking about, oh, you could use a revolver for, like, concealed carry uh Uh, qualifications Mm -hmm. and have an ease of just having to load it three times.
0: 10 and 10 for I, Right.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little disappointed in that. It's, you know, they have like so much potential. I'll, I'll forgive. You think they'll come out
0: with an anaconda in like a 38 special? So stupid. (laughs) Yeah, it's ridiculous. The Snake series what makes them special is that they have specific calibers for each one. Like Whoa, they're iconic. Kinda. They're they're known for it. What what caliber is an Anaconda?
1: I know, but so the Diamondback comes in thirty eight special and twenty two.
0: Right. Does the King Cobra come in twenty two? No. Up until now. Right. What the hell, Colt?
1: No, I, I agree with that. I don't. I don't think it should. I really think they had they missed an opportunity here. Yep. And I'll even forego crazy things like the Night Cobra, because they did give us crazy pythons like the Hunter. Mm-hmm. That was camoed from the factory with a scope. Like, start doing shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I want to see. You have. I'm not I, fanboying it out.
0: I don't think that if they're going to revamp the whole snake series and bring out this new introduction, this new new line of the old ones, that they should be bringing out a 22 in anything, besides the Diamondback, before the Diamondback's released.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's bullshit. Yeah.
0: Moving on. We talked about the Bond Arms Lover action, I think, for the last like three weeks. They officially have it on their website, finally, because I've been stalking it. Uh, I think we're going
1: to stick with James Reeves. Uh, I think it was his... They're gonna, we're going to call it the R.
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes. Le-lar. Total huge, huge fan. Um, but they finally, officially have it on their website, and they do have MSRP quoted, and not just, uh, hey, some guy at SHOT Show said... Uh, so it's quoted on their website. Estimated fourteen ninety nine, and they have three initial release calibers that are confirmed: nine five five six and three hundred blackout, and two additional that are marked on their website, but say non confirmed. So I imagine they're in the works, and that is four fifty wishmaster, and twelve point seven by forty two.
1: So I had a couple people talk to me about why, why is there not an initial. Why, why? Why are there initial releases? You got to remember, this is a kit. Mm-hmm. It also has to have their BCG, and it. it's not just any random BCG.
0: Okay. Right. Ah, uh,
1: what was uh, the other one? Twelve point one.
0: Twelve point seven by forty-two, which is a new one to me. Are you familiar with that?
1: It it sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Oh. It's a Beowulf. It's um, fifty cal. Okay.
0: <laughs> also coming from Bond Arms. I thought this was insane. So it is a four and a quarter inch Derringer that weighs twenty eight ounces. Let's start off by saying it's six ninety nine for MSRP. So you can imagine it's going to be something fancy, nice, extravagant. Yeah, I don't know anything about petition. this. This is
1: news to me. So.
0: It is called the Cyclops. Okay. It shoots forty-five seventy.
1: Holy shit.
0: Which um is just about the length of that four and a quarter inch barrel.
1: <laughs> uh so I take it by the name, it's only one shot. It
0: is one shot. The, the picture on their website is hilarious. If you're looking at the front of the of the face <laughs> of the barrel, They have etched it to look like a Cyclops. Like unibrow, nose, grunt teeth with the fangs sticking up everything. The whole nine yards. You guys have to go. We're just going to put it in there. We're going to make it part of the post.
1: This is some Monsters, Inc. shit. This is
0: freaking awesome. (laughs) I don't know that I would ever have the balls to shoot it. But I want it. Hmm. It's just... You guys will see. You guys will see when you... You know, it'll be on our Instagram. It'll be on Facebook. We're going to put it up in our post first thing in the morning to let you guys know that we've made our new episode live. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait to get my hands on one and take a picture of one in my hands because hello. <laughs> it's a cyclops. It's so cool. Uh, that's it for gun news. I just wanted to close it out on like the most amusing thing I was able to find on the entire interwebs today. Okay. Do you have anything else to add?
1: Uh, To gun news. Uh, Oh, yeah. So the reason we didn't tell you about a new Smith & Wesson coming out is because Jackie doesn't know how to read. (laughs) Tell the people.
0: So I saw... Announcement Wednesday for new Smith & Wesson product. Watched the launch Wednesday. I didn't pay attention to the actual date, which was the 15th. Which is? This upcoming Wednesday. Gotcha. Um, then, later in the week, I got another email that says, this live has been postponed. With no additional information or follow-up date attached to it. So, I imagine there will be an announcement at some point in time, possibly from Smith & Wesson, possibly not. Apparently nobody knows.
1: Sad, sad.
0: Incredibly. And that's it for gun news.
1: I think I think that is it for gun news.
0: Uh, there were no majors this week. Um, you did shoot a match though.
1: Oh wait, no no. There is gun news. Oh. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, Sorry. Oh, oh, oh. It's not gun news. We're rewinding. It's not
1: gun news. Um we just got these in for testing, but I'd figure I'd tell you guys now that they're here. Uh, a company called Rune Tactical, R-U-N-E. They are making uh, a follower in uh, mag spring kit for uh, 320s, M&Ps.
0: Nothing else matters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Shadow 2s. I'm trying to find out what the other ones are. There we go. I believe the Canik and the Beretta are on the list as well. They're supposed to be coming out with a Glock soon. Anyway, the word on the street is, and uh, these these have just recently arrived, we haven't really even unpacked them yet, that you should get 24 plus 1.
0: In my M&P. your M&P,
1: okay. Not We're sure on the 320 yet.
0: Currently, you're getting what?
1: 23 plus 1.
0: One more
1: round, but having twenty five is pretty dope. Right. So more to come, but if you want to check them out, uh, they are in stock. They're not that expensive. I think they're just under twenty bucks for the follower and the spring. Nice. Yes. Now it does look that the follower is three D printed, so this is why I ordered them for testing. I'm sure they'll be fine. I mean, I messed with a lot of three D printing stuff lately, and mm-hmm. it seems to hold up just good. Yeah,
0: it just depends on the density as well. Yep. To the good, dense dense lines, you'll be fine.
1: So then, I do believe that is the end of good news.
0: <laughs> Which brings us to shooting sports. Yes. No majors, but you did shoot a match last week, or this past mm-hmm. week.
1: Yeah, I shot our local little, kind of like a practice night. It's just three stages.
0: In Rockford, right? Yeah. Findry. Nothing crazy. Home club?
1: Uh, It was fun. You shot carry optics? Shot carry optics. I shot out of the Omnivore holster with the clip-on mag pouches and stuff because I was in the midst of putting our guns yeah. together. And I was like, eh, screw it, I'm going to go shoot. So I just cobbled together some stuff and went and shot. A lot of fun. Very
0: good.
1: I got there late. right as the Right as time was... <laughs> up for me. I walked in and they're like, hey, you're up. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: I'd like to point out that when we show up to locals together and he goes, it's Jackie's fault. Jackie didn't shoot this match. Uh, sure. Jackie didn't hold you up. Jackie was at work.
1: This was on me. That no, it was fun. Um, the first stage that I shot was like a standard stage. It had three different strings. It was at like 20 yards. Uh, freestyle. Three targets. And then 15 yards... Uh, freestyle or no strong hand only three targets, and then the f- closest one was seven yards, same three targets, freestyle, reload weekend, so draw boom boom, boom, boom boom boom, freestyle, reload, I still shot freestyle for boom boom boom, shit, weekend boom, boom, boom. boom.
0: Three penalties.
1: Three procedurals. Or three penalties, yeah. Not a good way to start.
0: No. That was your opening stage? Yep. Damn.
1: That's right. When I walked in, they're like, hey, you're up. Cool. So, and I, I'm going to be honest, the reason I was so, like, it wasn't because of the walkthrough, because obviously it's not a hard thing to remember. Mm-hmm. I think it's honestly because I nailed the reload so good, I was like, yeah, throttle down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no.
0: (laughs) Don't throttle down. Yeah. At least you didn't shoot all six. It's true.
1: It's very true. Uh, The second stage I shot was kind of like a mirror stage. Table start. uh, Six poppers on each side. One forward falling each side. Which took forever and I had to shoot twice. And then three targets in the middle. Two opens. One partial. And the last stage was pretty fun. So we used the entire... Second bay for one stage.
0: Oh, the big one?
1: Yeah. Oh. Yes. And it was, you know, run over here. If you were a high cap, you could see 10, 12 targets. And then they had to run over there. And they, the way they positioned it, because we have a pole in the middle of that range, you could only see half the plate rack. And then from the other side, when you had to shoot a couple more targets, you could see the other half of the plate rack.
0: Funny.
1: So you had to do like a little G movement. So you over here, run, forward, and then you still, you didn't move that way, but you still had to get targets.
0: Like running into a snake's a snail spiral. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was fun. You know, for a little local thing, it's cool just to scratch the itch.
0: Hmm. Um, we both did some dry fire this week. We did. Yeah, I think, four dry fire sessions in each, and then you also did a live fire session
1: mm-hmm. last
0: week. Which I know is not on par with the everyday dry fire challenge for many. Failed sometimes. I know you being in the car for what fifteen hours, eighteen hours, whatever it was.
1: It was ten this time.
0: That's that's a good reason to not dry fire, I suppose, while you're driving, scaring people on the road.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something tells me the people at a truck stop might not be too fond of that.
0: Yeah, I have no excuse. I fail. but this is. But it's better, we did better this week than we did last week, as far as days of practice and amount of time we've had with mm-hmm. our guns in our hands. And this week will be even better, because we've already done our first session of the week. True. Starting it off strong. mm mm-hmm. uh, We got some of our gear together, which I don't uh. know if you guys have seen, but we have our main guns and backup guns ready,
1: like ready-ish
0: ready-ish oh no more projects no
1: it's just I mean the parts aren't here for like the trigger job in your backup gun
0: yeah
1: right like something small little, like that
0: little little tweaks on my backup gun because it literally just got assembled what a day ago last night less than 24 hours it, ago yeah less than twenty four hours ago <laughs> um, so that the trigger in my gun probably which one are you going to do some changes on
1: no I'm going to put an apex in my gun
0: you're talking about your backup? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Aesthetically, I am really digging your backup gun. Like, more than your main gun, I think. No? Oh, yeah. For sure.
1: And I need a guide rod for the backup gun.
0: Yeah. A couple little tweaks here and there, but I mean, if if it was like, hey, we have a match now, grab your backup guns, they work, they're mm-hmm. ready to go, we just, refinement,
1: Yep, we just got to check zero on both backup guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt fantastic to shoot my M&P again.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. And that was kind of a big decision this year for us because we had so many projects and so much stuff going on. Uh, I literally decided, you know what, I'm not going to worry about setting up a gun for this year or anything like that from scratch. I'm going to go dig through the safe. And I found my two, two of my other M&Ps. <laughs>
0: two of them, not the, not the two, two of them. Well, oh, they were the old carry optics
1: guns. Right. So uh, people will, if you're, if you're quick on the M&P stuff, you'll notice both of them are 1.0s. Mm-hmm. Neither of them is a 2.0. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's something we're working on.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's, even, even if I don't get to it this season... I'll change eventually, but there's nothing wrong with these guns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the 5-inch Performance Center, that gun has a lot of rounds on it. Right. And the other one actually has a lot of rounds on it, too. It just has a different upper on it.
0: Mm-hmm. And that upper, I don't think, has seen more than, what, two, 3,000, maybe?
1: Um, probably a few thousand on the slide, and the the barrel's probably seen 1,000. Yeah. Your gun... uh is different, it is less colorful.
0: Yes, it's very, very plain. It's the first time I've had an all black gun in a very long time not for long, but first time in a long time for now.
1: And we just went with a regular SIG upper. With uh, unfortunately, the plates that we had here would not let you run a Hollison for the moment,
0: all right?
1: That's the other thing for yours to change is once we get the plates, uh, we'll put a Hollison on there yes and you also need a guide rod and screen what's a romeo one pro (laughs) i've had that dot for a long time it's never failed and that that thing's been on an open gun that's been on a staccato that's been on an m18 it's been on three other sigs it's been around yeah (laughs) i mean it's It's got a lot around the block yeah and it's never failed i've never had it fail. No blinky dot, no loss of zero, nothing. Good.
0: Well, there are some changes I do want to make, um, but nothing that's going to stop me from using it as a backup if I should need it sooner than that.
1: So I think you guys should harass Jackie and tell her that rattle can painted guns when worn in look fantastic, and that's what she should do to this one.
0: I've been throwing the idea around since you mentioned it. Uh, I'm, like, more than capable of doing that. Yeah. Um, I think I would have a lot of fun with it.
1: Sure. I have the colors here.
0: We do. Can I put glitter paint on it?
1: Um, no. (laughs) Why? Because I don't know where you would get glitter paint from. I will find it. I mean, I guess you could.
0: Then fantastic. (laughs) Anyways. Um... So, that's it for our backup guns. Um, well, I got rigs. my rig together. Yes, I was going to say rigs. I haven't done any changes to mine. I'm quite happy with mine. Uh, I might be messing around with some different holsters. Mm-hmm. I've had my CompTech for a really long time. Um, so, I'm going to mess around, dabble with some other things, but nothing I'm rushing to change right now. And ammo. Making ammo. Cranking out some bullets, baby.
1: I, uh, I'm not making ammo.
0: No. (laughs) He's supplying me with the M&Ms to continue fueling the beast inside to make the ammo. Uh,
1: I am, however, back with the Lynx belt from Double Alpha with a newfound love because I bought a ratchet system from GX Products, Mm -hmm. uh, and it does allow me to tighten the belt to my liking. So that's a big plus. So that means I can also use my uh, GX holster, uh, Vice holster on a never-miss hanger. And I got some double-alpha pouches that I'm trying the X, XIPs, I think they call them. The polymer ones. We'll see. Uh, one of them's already loose again. So, I don't know how uh, how long they'll be staying around.
0: I do feel like the ratchet system on that gives you all the good feels and happiness that you get out of your core belt for your EDC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah very much so.
0: Oh, I ate a cheeseburger. Click, click, click. That's nice. <laughs> oh. oh, suck it in again. Click, click, click. Like, absolutely awesome. I think I readjust my core belt like four or five times per shift at work. Just like, do 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 Been an awful lot of bending down in the cases. Let me loosen myself up a one or two notches there. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it so much. Um, maybe I'll eventually get a link from the ratchet system. Even yet, you like it so much. That was one of the things that kind of turned me off about it was that it's... This is the set size, and if you want to adjust it, you have to lose an entire link. Or put an entire link on. Yeah, it. well,
1: they have that stupid little O ring thingy.
0: Yeah, that is it
1: was, I just could never get the belt tight enough.
0: Yeah. We did get some questions this week. We did. We actually got one last week uh, that was a little bit of a late submission, uh, and then two more for this week's episode. Uh, okay, first question from last week. I feel like my night sight rear and front is off on my Glock 19. Does that happen often?
1: Uh, So. Mm.
0: I see more drift on Glock sights. Not so much the front, obviously, because it's just one nut. But like the rear sights, I see drift on Glock rear sights more often than any other brand of gun that comes in.
1: Yeah, is it usually drift, or is it people trying to correct the problem with a hammer?
0: That's a good question. We should ask. I can
1: tell you what the answer is. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if this is you, whoever asked this question. I don't know them. Um, Most people ask this question because they tend to shoot low left with a Glock, and they think it's the sights. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be bluntly honest with you because I want you to get better sooner. It's not. Okay? It's you. You had to learn this the hard way. Yep. Countless other people learned this the hard way. Yep. It is not the sights. Right? You need to grip the gun better. Learn how to do that. There's plenty of videos out there. You can reach out to me. I'll send you a video on how I grip the gun.
0: Trigger finger placement.
1: Yeah, placement not so much. I mean, it does help, but as long as you focus on pulling it straight back to the rear,
0: right, which is hard if you're like mid knuckle, right? Yeah, that's where I put mine. If you overhook on the trigger, it's hard to actually pull that straight back just because the angle that your your hand is at.
1: Maybe for little hands, (laughs) I can like put my whole finger in there and still pull it straight back. So if you have larger hands, it's easier uh grip for one uh grip for more than one triple check that uh and if you think you're gripping hard enough grip harder there you go yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yes teacher
1: that'll 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 fix most things and if you really really want to do the test if your sights are off uh you can have someone else shoot it or you can shoot it from a bench rest yeah bag it and shoot it and see where it hits
0: you or someone you know has a laser bore sighter, you can always line mm-hmm. up and make sure that your sights are exactly in line with the center of the bore. So things to do before you decide to start self gunsmithing. Next question. <laughs> Is it better to take a safety class before or after buying your first gun?
1: Either doesn't matter
0: when. Yeah, it doesn't matter when. If you are looking to get into firearms but you're so there's there's different types of shoppers, right? There's the cautious, like I want to make sure, you know, buy once cry once. I want to make sure this is like the gun for me, but I want I'm I'm so excited to get into this, like I need to do something with my excitement while I'm making my decision. Take class. Get a class and, you know, the gun that the instructor has you shooting may open your eyes to different types of firearms that you may have not thought, oh, I, I you know what, I shot this in my class and I loved it. I think that's going to be my first gun. And that could really help make a decision for you. Um, of course, you know, if you have your, you know, you know, your dad had that gun and that's what he taught you on when you were a kid and you shot before and you have a good idea of what you want, get the gun first. Right? And then when you take your safety class, you'll be learning everything on that gun. So, both two ways to look at it.
1: Uh, be very conscious. Don't be the type of buyer. I had mm-hmm. countless of these people uh, reach Famous out to people. me. What you mean? Well, I'll tell you <laughs> uh, guys that would constantly post, hey, I just bought this new staccato. What should I do next? And most reasonable people. We go, oh you should probably take some training. Oh yeah, man, the training classes are so expensive. Well, what did you
0: just drop on that gun?
1: Well, they require so much ammo. Ammo's a lot of money. What?
0: Do you plan on ever shooting this very expensive gun that you just bought?
1: Yeah, let's put some priority back into the training. You know. Can you afford a staccato if you need to buy a class and ammo with it? Maybe not, but there are other good choices out there. Mm-hmm. So, think of the long game, think about what's going to make you better, because generally it's not the gun. Correct. (laughs)
0: Although
1: Uh, we all like to tell ourselves that. Yeah. Uh, We had a question come in from our buddy, Brian. Are you shooting Dragon's Cup, first part? I am undecided, I'm not sure. You're probably, definitely not.
0: Definitely not. Uh,
1: I'll see if I can get in late. If my schedule aligns, I'm not sure, because that month is crazy. Because we have Michigan, potentially the NRA show, the WIT, no.
0: The WIT's in two weeks.
1: Two weeks. The week after Michigan is Dragons, right? So it would
0: be... NRA show in Indianapolis, up to Michigan, home for three days, and then down to Texas.
1: Right. So, if the schedule lines up, yes for me? Not sure. Uh, Can I beat either of you in CO? Jackie's going to give you the civil answer.
0: Absolutely. Because I won't be there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you the uncivil answer. You're welcome to try.
0: Challenge accepted.
1: Actually... That would be pretty good. Are you shooting carry optics? Let me see. Let well, me look at his last video.
0: He's been dry firing his carry optics. He just put up a dry fire in his story. Uh, yeah, I
1: saw that. Is, that. is that what he's shooting?
0: Pull it up. Let's see. If he's shooting carry optics in his dry fire video, does that sway your answer of come and get me, bruh?
1: No not at all. Uh,
0: so you're moving on
1: awfully slow. Man, no, the story's gone. Damn it. Oh, boo. Right, let's see what he's got. Yeah, he's got a dot gun. Okay. So the last time Brian and I shot together, I purposely shot limited.
0: To shoot with him in his division. Yes.
1: So now that we're both willingly shooting carry optics. Sure. Let's have some fun.
0: You'll be shooting down in uh, his territory. In his weather. I'll
1: make sure I bring lots of sunscreen and a floppy hat. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> Even in April. Yeah.
0: Burn, scorch, melt, sweat. All the things. And probably rain.
1: Please, no rain. I'm sorry. <laughs> no rain.
0: My girlfriend lives in Houston, and every time I'm on the phone with like her, it's raining by her house.
1: That's Houston.
0: Oh, this is further north of that,
1: but. Yeah, I think this is. Odessa, so it's desert. Like, desert, desert. Like, they have How do cactuses
0: survive if there's no rain?
1: But football.
0: Nothing but football? <laughs> so,
1: high school football.
0: So, if you shoot it, uh, take him up to the challenge on Keri optics, yes. And yeah. I will not be shooting it, so congratulations, Brian, you've already beat me. <laughs> not that I would have stood a chance anyways, but thank you for letting me play in your game. And that's it, that was the last question we got.
1: Um I don't well, that's it guys. Yeah. As always, questions, comments, concerns, you can reach us at Laugh and Load on Facebook or Instagram, or at PewTimepodcast at gmail.com. At at
0: at I was like, at at I think you put a little bit too many ats in there. At
1: at Star Wars. <laughs> at at anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I need to go to bed. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. There are some very exciting things as far as products coming out soon from us.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So be on the lookout for those. We'll, of course, try and announce it to the world. Yes. Uh, In a very speedy manner. Yes. Uh, We will talk to you guys next week.
0: Bye, guys.